One is dreaming about a way, trying to figure out a solution to save the relationship. And the other one is dreaming about a day when they can get out. You're listening to Relationship Renegade, the show that brings hard truths and hard realities, need say, about relationships, uh, the myths that we believe, and some things that we need to just toss out the window. I am your host, Dr. Jameson Marcier, licensed clinical social worker. Um, thank you. Thank you for joining me again for another installment of our regular Wednesday episode. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I hope you guys are weathering this, you know, I want to say this season, but it really is feeling more and more like this year. Okay. Um, We appreciate you guys and we hope you are taking care of yourselves. I wanted to take a moment and slow down a bit. Um, Not even really slow down. Um, It's a topic. I wanted to address a topic that has been on my mind. Um, for a few weeks now, when I originally thought about this, I, I thought that this was like a new and novel idea, right? You know how that is. You think of something and then you say to yourself, oh my goodness, this is genius. Let me not tell anybody so they don't steal it. So what I did whenever I have what I think is a brand new idea I just Google it and come to find out, man, there there is absolutely nothing new about what I was thinking about. And and if you didn't catch it in this week's title, we're we're talking about dreams, right? Specifically, um, how two people can uh, sleep in the same bed, but have different dreams. And just that alone the the thought of that on its face right when you're looking at it trying to conceptualize what that means i don't know about you but that blew my mind okay it blew my mind and so i did some research and i did some googling nothing official um uh and and i saw that there's like this tv show over in china and then i saw i saw that npr NPR, one of my, you know, favorite shows, if you guys know that uh, I'm an NPR nerd, they did a a series on one of their podcasts, and that was wonderful. If you've not um, heard it, if you don't follow NPR, just that alone is worth checking out, okay? So I'm I'm not going to spoil it, but just look up NPR, Same Bed, Different Dreams. And so here, what we talk about... Uh, on this podcast is relationships. And so it got me wondering, well, does the same thing apply to relationships? And instantly I said, yeah, this is a conversation worth having. So we want to take a look at today this phenomenon of, of being in a relationship with someone and yet, you know, having different dreams. You know, we want to look at how is it that we sleep in the same bed, okay, literally in the same bed, sometimes the same pillow, 
and yet have different dreams. And I'm not sure where you fall on that spectrum, but we're going to talk about it. Um, and so if you'll bear with me the, these next few moments, um, we'll see where it goes. Okay. Now, the phenomenon is nothing new. I mean, if we think about it, it's nothing new. Um, lots of people, whether you know it or not, that's a thing for them. Um, my kids, for example, whenever, you know, they're, they're small, they've grown up together. And despite having their own, <clears throat> despite having their own beds, they often choose to sleep in the same bed, um, if not the same room. Um, and when they get up in the morning, right, one of the questions we, I like to ask my wife and I, we like to ask our kids, how was your night? Did you have any dreams? And it's interesting the responses that I get. My son has these crazy dreams, which I, I often think he's confusing dreams versus just like daydreaming. So he'll start to tell you, and then it'll just take these wild and crazy turns. He says they're dreams, so I believe it. My daughters, on the other hand, they're a little older, so their dreams might be about ponies and toys and trips that they want to go on. And so that happens with kids in the same bed, same family, and you know they've had the same experiences throughout the day. And here they are wildly um, different dreams. Now, the topic also assumes that when we sleep, we dream. But that is not always the case, okay? Um, and then there are those who dream but can't remember the dream, okay? We're not, we're, trust me, uh, we're not going to do uh, a, an expose on dreams and what they mean. But I just kind of want to lay this foundation. Um, not everyone dreams. Okay. Um, and and I will also add, if you don't remember the dream, did you have a dream? Can you say you had a dream? Right. If a tree falls in the forest, no one's there to hear it. Does it make a sound? You know, that's along the same lines. So that's also another aspect of all of this, you know, that got me thinking and just wondering how these things, if these things, you know, have any play on on a relationship, um, on relationships, period. Um, so let's talk about uh, a few very um, specific examples. In my line of work, when I uh, encounter couples, um Sometimes their dreams align and sometimes their dreams don't. Okay. Uh, let me give an example. I will sometimes get couples who say, hey, Dr. Mercier, you know what? We're doing good. We're fine. We just kind of want to make sure we keep doing good, right? We want to have some maintenance work done. Okay, great. You know, there's a way to do that. There's a way to maintain and sustain a good relationship. But it is also the case, sometimes I get calls and, and emails from people who are at vastly opposite ends of, uh, on this spectrum. One is trying to leave and the other one uh, 
is trying to um, get the, the other one to stay, right? So in other words, one is dreaming about a way, trying to figure out a solution to save the relationship. And the other one is dreaming about a day when they can get out, right? Let that soak in your spirit for a little bit. Many couples, when they get to that point, and I say couples, it, it usually is one or the other, but they get to a point where they're not digging the relationship anymore. Something's happened, the final straw, um, and they, um, are, they've pivoted, right? They've totally changed course, and now they want nothing to do with the relationship. Unfortunately, the time you decide that you're done with the relationship for many people is not the time that you can leave or you are able to leave. So you might be in the relationship yet waiting to leave on a countdown when you can leave. And you're sleeping in the same bed. Okay, sometimes you're even making love in that bed. Yet you're now thinking, waiting, hoping to get out. Yeah, some will say, well, that's misleading. That's deceptive. How dare you? Yeah, well, you know, if only things were that simple. Okay, you may be in a situation where it's a, it's a, a, an abusive relationship. Nobody would say, hey, no, you have to stay or be honest about your intentions. Mm, there are ways to do that. Okay, I, I'm not, I'm not going to judge. I can't speak on it. I can tell you. If you want, at a later day, my experiences with working with abuse victims and domestic violence. But that is one example. And it doesn't have to be that drastic. Sometimes you've just outgrown the relationship. And you continue to move within the relationship. But you know that it's not going to last. You know that. Okay. Most people... Um, have been in relationships when they just know, okay, we're on a downward slope here, okay? And the other person may not have any idea. They quite honestly think that this is great, we're doing fine. And they often get a shock when the news comes out, right? So that's another situation. Um, so one person is dreaming and trying to figure out ways to be closer and foster this much deeper bond and another one is just waiting to roll out or planning actively planning to to roll out um so here's another situation i know when i work with uh parents specifically they have different dreams for their kids yeah some parents will tell you flat out my kids are going to go to college. They're going to get a great degree or become doctors, lawyers, engineers, you know, especially. And I know I'm going to if you're Haitian, you've heard that. Um, but I've come to learn as I meet and talk to more people that that is like almost a universal thing. Right. It seems like across cultures, parents want their kids to be doctors, lawyers or engineers. Um, and the reason and there's reasons behind that, you know, um, because they don't want their kids to struggle, okay? So there's one parent, mom or dad, who's like, hey, you're going to go to school, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be a lawyer, engineer. 
And if none of those, then maybe you can be a nurse, right? And they might they may put some pressure on the kid. And, you know, that doesn't help. But on the flip side, you have this other parent who's like, hey, leave my kid alone. Yes, he's your kid too. She's your kid too, but leave him alone. My dream for this kid is that they are healthy and happy. And I can imagine some people are nodding their heads. They're like, yeah, you know, that's really what's important. Who? What do you do with, with a ton of money if you don't have your health? And money can't buy your happiness. So really, how important is it? And then you have the two. When they try to talk about it, they clash. Or maybe they don't talk about it. Um, we've had similar conversations here in my household about our kids. You know, uh, one day we want them to be, you know, uh, have successful careers and build businesses. And then some on other days, the conversation is, hey, listen, if you want to go and live in a yurt in the forest, that's your thing. Just do it as long as you're happy. Right. We get to a point where we're just like, hey, as long as you're happy, um, there are parents who dream of their kids being uh, famous athletes. OK, nothing wrong with that. And then the other parent will say, hey, listen, you don't have to do that if you don't want to. Right. As long as you enjoy what it is that you are doing. Right. And so, again, two people, same kid. Right. Not only same bed. Right. But same kid and vastly different dreams for the life of this little person. Now, let me say this. Maybe the dream is, you know, to have kids. And on the flip side, the other one is like. Yeah, no, I don't think I want any kids. As a matter of fact, I know I don't want any kids, right? My dream is for us to live together, travel, and just, you know, take care of each other, make ourselves the focus. Yeah, what do you do with that? It's even more interesting, I think, if that was not disclosed in the beginning of the relationship. So these uh, potential uh, dream conflicts, we can call them, you know, they can be hard to manage. They can be hard to um, deal with, you know, um, and, and deal. I use it kind of loosely because there isn't this, I mean, how do you talk about it? you deal with it? You deal with these issues. But I do want to um, leave you with a few few things just a few suggestions okay i know as as just as humans we have a tendency to judge you know we we uh we have biases towards other things and other people and certain you know certain things careers cars whatever but we have to kind of get to a place and i say have to if you want to um Sustain your relationship, right? If you can get to a point where you say to yourselves, no one's dream is wrong, 
it will help a lot. And that is the fact, right? No dream is wrong. Every dream is valid, okay? No dream is wrong. You can't tell someone that their dream is wrong no more than they can tell you about your dream being wrong. And I mean dream in the context of a dream you have for your life and maybe a dream you had last night, okay? First of all, in the dreams that we're having um, at night, you can't control those dreams. Hi, we are the Messiah Kids. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. The other day, right, um, I, I won't tell you the details of this, but the other day I had this really crazy dream. And... Now, maybe it was due to something I was watching. Some people say dreams are due to uh, some of the things that we eat, right? I've often heard that people say based on what they eat, that gives them bad dreams or good dreams. I don't know. But the dream that I had was a weird dream, crazy dream. It's a kind of dream that I would never have um, voluntarily, Okay, if you follow me, and, and and I've tried. Okay, so I have had moments or nights where I say, "Hey, I'm gonna dream about blank." You know, whether it's a vacation or whether it's when I hit this three hundred million dollar lotto jackpot. You would th- you think I have that dream? No, I don't. And so, same thing happens, I'm sure, to other people too. So when you say, "Yeah," Um, your dream is wrong. Well, how dare you have that kind of dream? What do you mean? Yada, yada, yada. You got to recognize that you are trying to, not trying, you're actually blaming someone for something they have no control over. Okay? Yes, things influence our dreams, but you have no control over the dream. Okay? You may not like it, but tough luck, right? It, It really doesn't matter that you do not like the dream that was had. Um, So that's the first thing. You can't and don't control your dreams. As a matter of fact, you don't control, we don't control whether or not we even have dreams. Okay? So we can't be blamed. We should not blame others for the dreams that they have because it isn't like it's something that um, they schedule, if that makes any sense. Okay? So, So that's the first thing. Second thing is what um, what does the dream mean to the dreamer? What does the dream mean to the dreamer? <laughs> Thank you for the soundtrack. Um, that would be interesting to note. Sometimes we just hear dreams and then we're like, oh, no, that's crazy, right? Because hearing someone's dream might be troubling or disturbing to us. 
But have you ever stopped and thought, what does it mean to the person having the dream? If it's troubling and disturbing to you, imagine how the other person, husband, wife, friend, lover, how they may have experienced this dream, right? Somebody may dream that, um, you know, they were divorced. They don't want to be divorced, but they're divorced. And now they share this with you and you're like, whoa, what you mean? You trying to divorce me? No, pump your brakes. That's not what was said. That was a dream. Okay. Dreams are not often intentional. Okay. Some will tell you, yeah, dreams are manifestations of our thoughts. Not necessarily. Not necessarily because weird things happen in the brain that few people understand when we sleep. And even the whole concept of sleep, if you want to talk sleep, we'll talk sleep. But you are semi-dead when you sleep. Okay? So how can you be responsible when you're in that state? So that's point number two. Okay? What does the dream mean to the dreamer? I, these are fascinating conversations for couples to have, even just friends, you know. Um, and I've shared some dreams that I've had with her, Dean, and I'm like, uh, I, I don't know how she's going to take this. Um, but sharing them with her, you know, it, it helps me to kind of make sense of things, um, which is point number three. Right. My. My hope for you, and I say that like in parentheses because I understand that I can't really, I can't be too vested in your relationship or more vested than you are. But it is my dream, pun intended, it is my dream and my hope that people in relationships would get to a point where they can share the dreams, the thoughts, feelings um it 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 does magic almost oh well, you no know, magic it does wonders to relationships when we share these um inner thoughts when we share these um really fascinating experiences um these the 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 secrets these dark little corners with our partner our husband our wives, even our children, right? Try that on for size, right? If you dare, share some of your fears and concerns that you have for your children with them. Yeah, that'll take you for a ride, okay? So rather, rather than seeing the dreams that our partners have and our uh, friends have and our kids have, rather than seeing them as something that serves to divide us, you know, it, it would do much better. It would do wonders if we get to a point where we can see them as uniting forces, right? So similarly, when I say to my kids, hey, how was your night? Good daddy. Any dreams? Did you have any dreams? Oh, yeah, and this happened and that happened and I saw so-and-so, right? Try that with your partner. Say, hey, babe, any dreams last night? 
Um, no, I laid around, I tossed around. Oh, did you sleep? Hmm, right? This, I, I always talk about experiences that will um, bring us together. And just this thing about dreams and what they mean for us and and what they mean for the relationships that we're in, that is a big, big, big uniting factor. All right. So I'm not going to beat a dead horse. I just wanted to kind of talk out loud with you, share with you about this, the, the whole dream idea, this whole dreaming phenomenon. Um, the dreams that you have are not right or wrong because you can't control it. Okay. And the fact that you and your partner may sleep in the same bed, may even be laid up on each other, just all kinds of entangled together, right? I don't know how people sleep like that, but I know it happens. Um, wrapped up in each other's arms all night. You, even if you're in that position, you can still be having vastly different dreams. All right. So use it to pull you even closer together. All right, guys, not to push you apart. Listen, thank you for joining me for this chat slash rant. I appreciate you guys for it. Love you more than you can understand. Um, thank you for continuing to share. Thank you for showing up week after week. Um, if you found any value in this, pass it on, pass it on. And I know that goes without saying because you're already doing that. So thank you. I just kind of have to say it for the microphone. But thank you for passing it on. Um, for you who have friends who are dreaming different dreams from their partners or their kids. Yeah, the one that you're thinking about now who told you, hey, girl, you know, I had this dream, but I don't know if I could share this. And then you know that her husband wants this or vice versa. Right. Um, share it with them. Let them know. I keep telling you, my dream, hook up a trailer to my truck and just roll out. Go live up in the mountains somewhere. Um, but don't tell her Dina. Uh, that's, she's not quite ready for that. Um, anyways, thank you guys. Uh, after you've shared, um, come back and leave us a review. If not a review, just to say hi. Let us know how you're doing, how you're hanging, how you're managing. And uh, when you've done that, come back next week. All right. Thank you again. Thank you again. I can't say it enough. I appreciate you. Um, thank you again. I really do appreciate you coming back for this installment. And uh, I look forward to having you for another installment of Relationship Renegade Podcast. Take care of yourselves. Bye now.